Welcome to the Freelancer Podcast. My name is Kyle Prinsloo and in this podcast, I talk about freelancing nuggets without the fluff to help you become a better freelancer. Alrighty. Hey everyone. I'm very excited about this episode because it is going to be an actionable episode on getting clients. You know, we're not interested in the hobby stuff and clients pay the bills. So it's going to be a very specific um, approach angle topic on getting clients from Golands. And to do that, I've got Alva Rosas here with us from Golands to walk you through how we can do this. And if you're not familiar with Alva, we recorded an episode about a few weeks ago, and it's very popular. People have messaged to say, wow, it's amazing. So no doubt this is going to be a good one. More pressure on you, Alpha. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, with that said, let's just, maybe let's get into it. But before we do, give us a quick intro for, for those who don't know you. Absolutely. So my name is Alva Roses, and I'm very honored to be on Kyle's podcast. Um, I am the Director of Customer Success for Golance. I've been with the team for a little less than a year and um, just super excited to have this this conversation around this topic. It's not uh, something that a lot of users, freelancers, contractors think about, especially if they're you know making the transition from full-time employee to the freelance industry. Um, but it is something you should be t- thinking about. You know, uh, what is a proper funnel? What is a proper lead generation? You know, you've got to kind of think about how you're going to attract clients and which client you want to attract. So I'm excited to kind of just talk about this conversation with you with the clients from GoLands. Hmm. Okay, so l- let's start with the elephant in the room, right? Because there's been some breaking news in the industry, in the freelance marketplace let's call it freelance marketplace industry and Upwork, the elephant (laughs) uh, has increased their prices and freelancers and clients are not happy with it. And we don't have to get into the specifics. I don't actually know, really know the specifics too much. All I know is that there's about 20% or up to 20% fees. There's initiation fees. There's all of this stuff and people aren't happy. Um, So I'm curious to know, you know, your thoughts and then the solution to that. And I think I know what you might say, but I'm just curious to know. You know, for me, as a freelancer myself, even though I work for Golance, uh, we strongly believe in freedom. You know, and, and you have platforms all over the world. Um, basically, every economy that is healthy, Brazil, Australia, Europe, you name it, you know, they will have lots of freelance marketplaces. It's not just the United States. Um, And yeah, when they're starting to either not make money or they're no longer profitable or they're depending on investors, um, they've got to make some changes, you know, in, in order for them to get back to where they've projected. And unfortunately, in this circumstance for this specific uh, marketplace, their fees are skyrocketing and it's not beneficial. If you are thinking of becoming a freelancer, you've been in the freelance industry, I'm pretty sure you've seen the changes. It's almost like buying a Coca-Cola can for five cents back, you know, 50 years ago. And then now it's almost $2, $3 a pop. So um, 
you've got to be wise with where you're um, building your business. Um, the freelance marketplace could be the platform where you were successful, but you were successful not because of the platform. I think that's where a lot of people start to make uh, mistakes. They are faithful to the platform. They think that this is the only platform that I'm going to be successful on. You should differentiate yourself from other freelancers based off what you provide, what services you're providing. Um, do I say GoLance is the number one freelance marketplace in the entire world? Honestly, we've learned from a lot of other platforms and their mistakes. There's no longer freedom in a lot of these platforms. There's a lot of micromanaging. You have to communicate with the platform. Um, you have just all of these hidden fees. We are a 7.95% fee and you get to split it. The client decides if they want to cover the entire fee or they can share it with the freelancer, which is amazing because you might want to build trust and you have the freelancer take the entire 7.95%. So as a client, you're paying zero. You're literally paying zero. So imagine having a hundred freelancers where you're not paying a dime for the freelance you know, for the fee, that's just unheard of. We believe in allowing clients to build that trust with freelancers and they can start reducing and taking a little bit of that uh, fee. And then eventually, if you've had a freelancer that's worked for you for a year or two, it's almost like a bonus when you're like, hey, we're going to take care of the entire fee. That way you are able to take home your entire money, everything that you work for, every single cent, every single dime. Uh, we're not here to, um, you know, just rob people from their hard work. Uh, you look at economies like the Philippines, Latin America, there are certain countries that, um, Jamaica, certain countries where a dollar USD is a lot, you know, and they're capable of getting by with getting paid four, five, six, seven dollars an hour, because that's a lot in their economy. Um, and if you're getting 20% off of that dollar, that's a lot of money. You know, that those are lives that uh, are, are being affected. So we, we want to help our freelancers. We want to build a healthy ecosystem. Um, so yeah, the elephant in the room, uh, yeah, we've seen it. We've seen a huge increase and in just a lot of new clients coming over. And actually we've seen an increase also with freelancers. Um, you know, putting their foot down and they just don't want to get paid on, on freelance marketplaces that are overcharging people for, for no reason, you know, uh, just because they want more money and, and they're still having to work their hours and they're getting paid less just because fees are going up. So, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of just how that one percentage works, you know, uh, here in the United States, the economy is built off of small businesses. It's not truthfully off of these 1%, you know, Fortune 500, Fortune 100 companies. It's all of the small businesses. So um, if you if you stop, you know, living in this rat race where you're just, oh, my only hope is this specific freelance marketplace, you know, put your put your eggs in different baskets. Learn the game. See which works best for different seasons. Um, but if something's not changing, we haven't changed our fee, you know, 7.95% and we'll probably never change it. 
we get continued growing users, we'll probably even get it as low as possible because we want freelancers to be happy. We want them to get paid for what they're working for. Uh, we don't want to rob people from from their uh, income, you know. So I appreciate you bringing that up. I, I you know, it is something that I've I've been contacted about and have spoken to to companies about and clients and agencies and freelancers who um, need a solution. They want to make sure that we are um, a proper solution for their 2024 needs or, or if they're looking for something before their year ends to, to migrate over by far, feel free to DM me on LinkedIn, on Twitter. Um, you can DM GoLance directly and I could get back to you at, at some point. Uh, but if you are looking to save as much as possible, I wouldn't hesitate. I know there are rules on certain platforms. You can't bring certain freelancers or you can't finish contracts. But um, it doesn't mean that you can't split the cost. You know, you you can always have a freelancer working on three different platforms and have them work here one week, have them work here 20 hours work the rest over here you've got to you've got to do what's best for you as a company you know uh why give why give a platform 20 percent of of your revenue that's just insane you know we're we're talking about like they're not even a financial institution they're just deciding hey this is what we're going to do whether you like it or not and they're it's kind of hostile at times you know because they they do have certain policies where they just can't leave, you know, um, randomly, like just say, oh, like we're leaving. You have, there's like a process for them. For us, it's just, we want you to do what's best for your company, what's best for your business. We want the best for you. Um, in this case, I, I believe we have everything that you could possibly need to be successful. I've seen it. For the past 10 years, we've been very profitable, very successful. And, and um, I'm just excited to, you know, get to know and, and hear people's stories of, of what's worked for them. That's how we learn. You know, uh, freelancing is not a cookie cutter industry. It's very, very different for every person. We can be in the same exact role, same exact career and industry, but our experiences to success can be very different because we have different goals. We can't have success if you don't have goals. You know, you can't achieve anything without goals. But, um, but yeah, thanks for that question. I um, once again with seven point nine five percent. If you're listening to this podcast, uh, make sure to visit our website. You can uh, send a support chat conversation as well that you're interested in learning more about our platform. We can give you a platform walkthrough. Um, and yeah, we are. We're a solution right now for those companies who are on a bind. And there are a lot of companies that are giving up on freelancers. Honestly, it's become too expensive. It's become more expensive because of these fees going up compared to full-time employees. Literally, it's becoming just as much as payroll taxes and expenses when you look at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. You know, they're used to spending, you know, 800 on payroll taxes when you have 100 freelancers. You know, and it's it's not much of a difference, which is nine hundred a million dollars because of fees. You know, mm. so yeah, um, wow, um, 
actually touched on so many so many different things there and i think uh two things that come to mind so so first of all um well actually three um st- starting off with with um upwork in terms of a defense um which which maybe you, you might not be expecting from me um but just viewing it viewing it from like a, a business perspective i can understand why they want to increase prices you know obviously certain costs and everything else but there is a big but it's it's how you go about it and and from what i've seen you know um online it's uh, people are not taking it well and generally yes price increases people don't take well but there seems to be quite a lot of backlash and and you mentioned you know a few third world countries when it comes to you know five dollars ten dollars an hour that's a good income and and yes i agree and but now on the flip side of that just two people that i know um one guy is in the uk he's made over a million dollars in upwork another guy is in the us he's approaching a million dollars and if you think about it just an, even if we just round it off to 10% extra in fees, <laughs> that's 100, 100 grand <laughs> in, in fees. Even if it's just 5%, you know, that's, f- that's 50 grand. And if we, and if we look at, um, you know, freelancing as a whole, the goal of it, yes, we, it's good to start small. I started small. I started on $5 um, as, my, as my first um, sale. But uh, our goal as freelancers is to scale that, right? To make a thousand, make three thousand, make ten thousand a month. And then when you start really looking at those numbers, I think that extra, those few extra percent on fees, really, um, it makes a difference, you know. And then the other thing I wanted to mention is, um, so I actually withdrew some cash from GoLance, I think last week, I think. And first of all, the user experience was very clean, much cleaner than I um, expected. I even messaged you and I'm like, wow, okay, this is actually That's uh, awesome. very, very good. <laughs> yes, and, I remember. Yeah. And and, and secondly, um, the withdrawal fees are basically nothing. Um, and then thirdly, it's an international transfer. And I literally got it, I think it was the very next day, um, which is very rare for, 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 for this type of stuff. Um, so yeah, I was, I was actually pretty impressed. Um, so, so yes, it's about, you know, the payment side and everything, but it's also getting the payment, which I thought, wow, um, you know, so anyway, I just wanted to mention that. that. Yeah. I love that. You mentioned that, you know, um, that's also, you know, something that's not really spoken about. You see all of these, you know, influencers on social media that made, you know, so much money off of certain platforms and stuff. And, um, you don't really hear much about how long it takes for that money to reach their bank account. Mm. I mean, I imagine all platforms have different forms of, of withdrawal payments, pre- probably very similar Payoneer, PayPal, Wise, you name it, banks. Uh, we we have crypto wallets included in ours now. A lot of the times they don't understand the process. You know, there's still a third party for all of these companies, you know, a payment processor. and it's it still you know intrigues me when we have freelancers that you know if they were to use multiple platforms you would see that there there is at least a zero to five day delay unless you use like a payday advance or you're paying a little extra Mm -hmm. uh, to get it faster but uh, when withdrawing to a bank it's gonna take time you know a lot of the times they don't they still have to go through a review period, a security period, but it's going to take some time, you know, and, you, and it's an adjustment and you've got to, you've got to work that out when you're building, you know, your 
um, your processes towards scaling your your business and your services. But once you get the hang of it, it's 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 a no brainer. You know, I normally see freelancers that are new to the industry freaking out because it's been two hours, you know, <laughs> and they're just or it's been a day, and I'm like, you do understand that. These are FAQs that you should learn about, that you should understand, you should ask about um, instead of being shocked because the freelance industry, there's still a process when you withdraw. You know, there's always going to be a process unless you're paying a little extra to get it quicker. Now, um, we, I always, you know, I touch base and I meet with freelancers or users that are kind of new to the platform and I walk them through the process, but it, it you're, it's great. You know, you've been in the industry forever and for you to say, Hey, I think I got it the next day and it's rare. Yeah. For freelancers who are newbies out there, that is rare, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm glad that you've had that experience with us. We do our best to process it, you know, have our third party process it as quick as possible, but we're talking about hundreds of thousands of banks all over the world that are processing payments. And, uh, and they will get it done. If it's a bank, they'll get it done in less than five days. But I, I, it's funny because sometimes I'll get freelancers who are, it's been four days. And I'm like, has it been five days though? Has it <laughs> been truly five days yet? So, um, and we understand we all have, we all have bills to pay. I have bills to pay, you know, and, and uh, but yes, and understand the game of freelance work and understand what it takes. There are sacrifices that you have to make. And it's not the typical full-time employee where you have an ACH or a wire directly to your bank account going in or you get your check from your employer. You're running your business, you know, and, and sometimes revenue is, is it's cash flow. Sometimes it's it's on time and sometimes you're, you're it's commission-based. You're working 100 hours for $5 a week. You know, you've got to have a vision. You've got to have a passion for it. You've got to have a hunger for success, you know, at the end of the day. Uh, money is not going to come to you easily, but if you're doing what you're passionate about, you know, you're really passionate about, um, it will follow you, you know, and, and if you're doing your job in excellence, money's the last thing you need to worry about. So, um, yeah, thanks for, I'm glad the experience has, has been wonderful with us. I, it, you know, we've enjoyed, you know, just being able to have conversations with you and, and just bringing some awareness that we are, a successful platform we're not just a we're not even a startup we've been running for 10 years truthfully we we think like one because we always want to innovate think about new things that we can provide for our users and um yeah we've we've just enjoyed the season this year has been one heck of a year it's been very successful for us and uh it's beneficial for us when other freelance marketplaces fees are are increasing and ours hopefully in the future they might decrease you know we think very differently we we view freelance work as a world of freedom true freedom no dictatorships no rulers no financial institution that is uh, you know sucking the life out of you because they expect you to pay 25 percent you know to use our services as a platform absolutely not we still want you to have freedom we want you to be able to wake up in the morning and be encouraged to go to work, you know, and do business with people. That's our goal. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, obviously my, my interactions with, with you and with others, it's, uh, it's it, it shows, you know, so, so yeah, I just want to um, echo that. So, okay. Alba, we've got about eight to nine minutes to cover 
this important topic. Okay, so I'm going to float it to you, and then I'm going to hand it over to you to explain and t- t- you know take us down uh, in, in this topic. So when it comes to GoLands, um, first things first, you need to sort out your profile, right? And um, I did mine. Mine's at about ninety percent now, and I like the whole process. But when it comes to getting clients from GoLands, I can split it in two sections, right? Clients come to you, and the other one is you pitch clients. Now, either way, you need a good profile, right? So it starts with your title, starts with your reviews, adding a video is beneficial, completing like a skills test, and finally, you know, the content to make sure the description makes sense and all of that. So I'm going to leave it with you now to wrap up this important one. What is the best way to do it with this in mind and anything else to add to that? I'll tell you the best way not to do it. So we could just get that out of the way. Do not use, I wouldn't say completely do not use because the chat GBT has been very beneficial for a lot of industries lately, but do not go into chat GBT and expect it to write a personal summary about your personal experience. Use it to improve your skills, you know, to learn how to write a, a efficient and, and uh, straight to the point, you know, summary, but please fix it and make it your own. Um, that straight off the bat, I'm telling you that we have technology within our platform that will review those, you know, and uh, off the bat, we know which ones are AI generated, you know, some clients could care less but i do know that 95 probably percent to 99 percent of freelancers who are very successful are very personal they're very personal with their clients they like for them to build a really good communication you know relationship with them and um yeah we give you the opportunity to understand that it does require for you to be at an 80% of complete of a complete profile for it to even be visible to a client. There is no client out there that's going to want to hire a freelancer if they don't even know if you're a real person. How do you build credibility? Make sure to have your social media, business social media linked. You know, if if you're building a business as a freelancer and you have great services, you don't have social media to back your your reputation and what skills you have. You're behind. You are behind. Right now, we have freelancers who have their own websites. They link their websites where they build their portfolios on websites. I'm not I'm not saying that you must have these things to be successful. By all means, there are clients that aren't looking for all the credibility, but they just need to make sure that they could trust you. And the way that you build trust and credibility is by putting a lot of effort into a good profile. Make it personal. Make your summary very personal. Um, Talk about yourself. Who doesn't want to talk about, you know, how incredible they are? You know, you you don't want to lie. Um, And I think it's great that you can add a video because that makes it even more personal. Um, skill test just kind of shows, even if you've been in the industry for 10 years, Hey, uh, don't be arrogant. Don't be prideful. Take some skill tests. Um, because that just shows that you care, 
you dot all I's and you cross all T's. I don't, even if you were to be native in English, take a skill test. It's just good to have those skill tests there. Um, they're very beneficial for if you want to improve your skills, they're there for you to take them. We provide the resources for you. So making sure that you have a very good, well-written, if, you, if English is not your first language, then I understand why people use chat GPT. But please build a community that can tell you the truth. Does this summary make sense? Find people that speak English. Have them read it. Does this sound like me? Does it, you know, is it accurate? Don't rely on your own understanding. Make sure to surround yourself and build a healthy community that will tell you the truth. Reach out to other freelancers. You know, you can look at the the marketplace, look for names and look for them you know, on certain platforms and do some research and build community. If they're freelancers who have been on the platform for 10 years, what's holding you back from reaching out to them? You can look for them on social media, see if you can find them on LinkedIn. It's not to be a creep or to be, you know, just, you know, just a a weird person. But if you're wanting to build a healthy community, build build it around those who have already been there and done it. Don't build it around people who, don't want to see you success because most of the time you will surround yourself by people who don't really want the best for you, you know, and, and you want to build a healthy community for you to be able to say, Hey, does my profile look good? Do my proposals look good? I'll once again, don't use chat GPT, AI generated proposals. We have technologies for that. Make it personal. Make sure that you're accurate. Have a friend look over it. Have another friend look over it. If you have a, a, a boss that you used to work for, a previous client, you know, um, pride will get in the way, you know, especially when you start seeing money coming in, you know, that you didn't expect, you start to get lazy. So imagine being lazy in the beginning where you're not, you're doing 80%, you're just doing enough for your profile to be visible. And then here goes a month, here goes six months, and you, you send all of these proposals to to actual job posts that you don't even qualify for, but you're so desperate that you're just, you know, submitting all these proposals. You're wasting your time. And truthfully, you're wasting their time. Stop wasting your time. Use your time wisely. Be strategic. Just because you're a web developer, just because you have skills to basically, you know, do social media content, you can build a website, you can um, do email, you know, marketing, you're very tech savvy, focus on certain skills and become the best at it, you know, and and now we have skills, not just the skill sets, but we have services. So not only can you promote yourself as on the freelance marketplace as a web developer. But if you want to also do logos for people, you want to post social media posts for people, do thumbnails, you can create packages for yourself and have a different source of revenue within the same platform. So you can use our platform for two things, not just hourly or fixed contracts or scheduled payment contracts, but you can also build services um, and manage your services as well. So that's incredible. I think that you have to be diligent. You have to be patient. You have to be wise. When you're desperate, you make dumb mistakes. 
You know, we all need to pay bills. We all need to have a source of income, but play the game right and play it in a way where you are building a community. There is no such thing as being successful on your own. If you made it on your own, that's just, you could have gone a lot farther with people around you. You know, if you become a million dollar freelancer on your own and that's, and then and you just give yourself the credit, you could have been a $10 million freelancer <laughs> if you would have surrounded yourself by a really good team and build an agency. That's just the truth. You know, I've, I'm at GoLance and I'm successful in GoLance because I've surrounded myself by successful people. Um, and we're making GoLance even more successful. But I'm not doing it on my own. You know, there's still a president. There's still a CEO. There's still a CFO, CTO. There's still an owner, VPs and, uh, you know, department heads as well. There's still a tech team that makes it happen every single day, a support team that makes it happen. Um, and we will make this platform even greater because I have surrounded myself by the right team and we communicate properly. And we are all freelancers. We're not on a full-time employee situation here because you can't sell something when you're not, you yourself are living it, you know? So I use GoLance myself. I get paid through GoLance myself. I know how it works, all the ins and outs, and I'm proud of it. It's not something that I'm not willing to bring over a hundred clients from any other platform. I'm willing to help you through the process as well. You know, so if you're trying to get clients from GoLance and you're new, don't be lazy because that's your future laziness and you're not going to be successful. Now, if you're so proactive and you're one of your focus on perfection, same thing. Make sure to surround yourself by people who will give you constructive criticism and you could take it because if you're just perfect all the time, you're also not going to reach those goals because you're just, you're not having people overlook your work and you will make mistakes. Even though if you have a perfectionist mindset, you will make mistakes, but you will never see them if somebody's not there around you giving you and telling you the truth. So um, if you want to get gain and create a good profile for yourself, once again, make it personal, as personal as you can. You know, it, it sometimes it catches clients off guard if it's something, you know, funny, you know, like a story or something that relates to you. I'm not saying go on there and become a comedian, but it's just think about things that can catch a client's attention and why they would choose you rather than the other person who's also getting paid the same of the hour. Like if you're charging $10 an hour, there's hundreds of other freelancers that also are only charging $10 an hour. What differentiates, differentiates you? What's different about your services? And the one thing that they're going to look at is your profile. Profile pictures. Please do not put emojis. Don't put animated versions of yourself. Please put a picture of yourself. Yes, I agree. You have a logo for your business. Still put your your actual face on that profile image. And you can always put your logo as another picture. But clients want to focus on human interaction. 
You know, they care about human interaction. And the very first thing they're going to be drawn to is your face. They want to see your face. They don't want to see you with sunglasses. They don't want to see you behind a tree. They don't want to see you behind a couch. They want to see you. So what? make a little bit of an investment. If you don't have a high quality camera on your phone, find a friend, phone a friend, have them take a picture of you. Once again, constructive criticism. Um, but I get the same conversations every week because I meet with actual freelancers. Haven't had a job, can't find a job, send proposals. They're not accepting, they're declining. I look at the profile and it's probably a three out of 10. I look at the proposals, three out of 10. AI generated, just the pictures, not even themselves. Some of them even have dogs and cats on there. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be rude. It's just sometimes you want to be too personal where it's, you're not building a brand. You know, you've got to focus on what type of brand you're trying to build, you know, and the brand that you're trying to build, you know, if if you are a grooming business, by all means, or a pet veterinary, that's fine. You know, you will attract those clients. But if if you're a web developer and you have kitty cats and dogs on your profile picture, that's just not going to work out. You know, you can build that community once you've accepted that proposal, you know, and you're working with the team and you find that community within your actual company. But um, yeah, you you've got to you've got to really invest in in making sure that you have a good profile and a good proposal. Yeah, Alva, I think you I think you touched on everything in a lot of good uh, examples and and uh, yeah, it was it was really practical um, and I like the um, I like the proposal side. I mean the um, profile picture side. You know, don't put a picture of your cat or your or your dog, and and yeah, it's it's so true. And also, the other thing is the perfectionism side. You know, um, if you try and make the perfect profile, you're not going to submit it, right? Just make it good, make it as good as you can, and then just improve it as you go. Um, but just to echo, you know, the picture. If you don't have a picture and you're really that desperate, um, there's even AR tools where you can just upload like a headshot or something, and then you know it can. I think it's called Headshot Pro. Um, and you can even use yeah, that. There's a know, lot of them uh, now. I've used yeah. I've used them myself. My sister has used them, and and they work now. Hmm. They had some glitches at first, but they look really good now. Awesome, yeah. And and you mentioned something interesting about the services, which is also, I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, and then also the the main thing that I actually want to highlight here is uh, this to me is a big differentiator. So if you're on like five or Upwork or wherever good luck trying to ask support for feedback on your profile, you know, to give some advice and everything. Whereas Golands does that. And and for me, that says a lot, uh, highlighting, you know, a lot of the values and everything that you mentioned. So um, yeah, Albert, this has been really, really um, good and hopefully helpful to the listeners. I mean, I really think so. I think, I think that you touched on a lot of things and uh, you know, the, the pricing and the fees were more interesting than I actually thought. Um, but so important, you know, often overlooked when it comes yes. to actually deciding which platform to actually use, you know, sometimes it's nice to think about the UX and everything else, but most, most freelancers and clients just want the practical, give me the numbers and then I'll figure it out from there. So yeah, where can, uh, where can people find you online and, uh, yeah, any, any parting advice? Me. 
feel free. You know, even if you're on Golance, you can always reach out through support. Say, hey, I'd like to contact Elva. I don't have a problem meeting with you. I'm very personal. I care about your success. I do think that we have a successful platform where you can be even more successful. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn. That's probably my most popular one. And then I'm just now building my Twitter. So um, if you'd like for me to um, be included in your Twitter, um, just feel free to DM me or follow and I'll, and I'll follow back and we can kind of just um, always schedule a meeting together. I've, I've met with a couple. Of, I think I'm meeting with a Twitter person that I met through a different um, Twitter space that I was on and um, he reached out and we're going to be connecting, I think on Thursday. So I, I, I do have the time to meet with, with uh, people. I wouldn't say I have the time to meet with thousands and thousands, but if you are truly in need, I will get you on my calendar and we will have a conversation. Um, If you're feeling stuck in the freelance industry, if you can't find clients on GoLance, I'm also meeting with a freelancer who has, a specific industry that we might not provide that specific, those specific job posts. I'm working with them to find a solution. You know, I care about your feedback. I care about your struggles as well. And um, if there are, are not specific job postings, according to your skills on our platform, meet with me, reach out to support. You'd like to see more job posts according to these specific industries and we focus on that. We focus on bringing those clients within our platform. It is also beneficial for you to go to LinkedIn and find these clients yourself and say, hey, I've worked with certain companies and I've done these certain types of jobs. Would Is there a need in your company? You can go on Google and see all of the job posts that uh, companies have within their own website, You know, careers that are available. You can play it smart and say, reach out to the HR department, to the recruitment department, say, hey, I've actually worked for a competitor of yours um, and I've I've built a good relationship and I've loved doing these type of roles. I like to do business with you and then play it safe, play it smart, bring them over to Golance. You know, and that's how you can build those those relationships. So um, that's just a, a quick little tip for yourself if you're feeling stuck if you can't find a job it's not an excuse for you to not be proactive there are hundreds of thousands of companies out there with open job positions i mean people are leaving every second they're leaving their jobs because they want remote skilled uh they want to work from home now you know so there's a lot of companies that are having to make adjustments to their processes and procedures and um, yeah, freelance marketplace is becoming a, a solution. We become a lot of a lot of the solutions for a lot of uh, companies who have never even thought about freelance work. So I've met with a lot of those clients this year and it's been very fun. They love it because it saves them time. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much, Alva. This has been very helpful and uh, I'll chat to you soon. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you, Kyle.